0: start my recording now
1: perfect yeah just get get it started
0: you sound so excited to be discussing
1: I mean, marry me to talk about the the maybe the greatest romantic pairing of all time
0: mm. <laughs> and owen wilson you sound like one of the uh the assistants in this film that look at Owen Wilson with disgust, as if he's just a yeah. walking turd with his ridiculous blonde hair. Hair. <laughs> What are we doing?
2: Let's do from the top. Marry me, marry me, say marry me, marry me, say The Marry Me Concert Tour is something you will not want to miss. In 36 hours, superstar Cat Valdez and Grammy winning Bastion will perform
1: their new song, Marry Me, and exchange vows in front of a streaming audience of 20
2: million people. Tonight, tonight, tonight! I'll be the one in the veil. Charlie, this is once in a lifetime. I've got my daughter tonight. Good. I've got three tickets for tonight. Bring her. Dad, you haven't had any fun since mom left. Just say yes. What am I doing here? Okay, let's go. We only have five minutes. What's everybody looking at? Nothing. Give me your phone. Kat is husband-to-be, Bastion, caught cheating with her assistant. We Hold us. this. I'm told that um, 20 million people are supposed to watch as we take our vows. They say if you want something different, you have to do something different. Why not? yes I'll marry you you go go go, 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 go. Do you some guy take cat to be a lawfully wedded wife okay <laughs> It was
1: crazy. Kat Valdez left the guy from the concert, then also married her Uber driver. It's an
2: insane situation. I say we offer five thousand dollars and let it all blow over. Or I could stay married to him. Huh? I started something last night, and if I don't finish it, I'll look crazy. We gotta get out in front of this. Hi. How you? Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's three months. I don't even know her we both did this so whether we like it or not we're in this together we have to embrace the spontaneity of the moment i don't want to be the punchline
1: what do i do just stand and smile
2: this is the most unbelievable thing that could ever happen in life right now two hundred thirty-seven thousand people are like he looks like he's a math club i am in a math club I don't know, I'm hanging with you guys today, I don't know, it made me feel kinda normal. Come with me to the fall semi formal. Are you asking me to the school dance? Well, I could leave a note in your locker. Oh, Call me if you're lonely. Uh, hello? I'm lonely. I Are you afraid she'll fall back in love with Bastion and dump you? I'd be afraid of that, too. We don't need to pretend I don't fit. Is this smart? I think we left smart six weeks ago. I was on my way to you.
0: Does he look weird? as an older man. I mean, not that he looks dramatically different, but it's just maybe the persona of Owen Wilson just was never meant to be like in his fifties.
1: No. Yeah. He was always kind of meant to be useful and kind of goofy. And now that he's getting older. It's like, Ooh, this is wearing a little thin. <laughs> <laughs> Zoolander's, uh, Zoolander's friend. This is not working for you. Anymore.
0: His, uh, frenemy, I believe is what the, uh, the, the kids, yes, friend the me. kids of the Zoolander generation would say. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you're you're just uh, anti the whole premise of this, which is apparently based on a web comic, Dave. I couldn't believe this was when I saw the credit based on the graphic novel. I was like, what? Like what? Mm.
1: Yeah. Um. So this movie for me, it, it suffers even before I watched it. Because... <laughs>
0: Always a good sign. It suffers before you <laughs> click play
1: because uh, because as you know, I watch a lot of movies at our local Regal theater, mm. and they man, this trailer they were all over it for. It felt like a year. I remember the last time I saw the trailer, which I think was about a month ago now. I was like, "God, this has got to be coming out this week by now." And then it was like Valentine's Day, and I was like, "Oh my God, <laughs> make it stop!" Like man, you, I
0: was please. surprised. I have the the just the Wikipedia page up, and it says that uh, the filming took place in October, November of twenty nineteen. So this has been sitting Ooh, on the shelf, which okay. I mean, for for obvious yeah. reasons. Yes. But considering that uh, they waited for Valentine's Day uh, for that, I guess rom-com bump that didn't come theatrically mm-hmm. because uh, adults don't see <laughs> movies aimed at adults anymore uh, unless they're wearing nope. tights uh, or it's a, what a Bloomhouse production. Maybe you know a slasher movie can can get a nice lift, but this is uh, the rom-coms have been taken over by Netflix now, which yeah. Unfortunately, the rom-coms that Netflix provides at least to a couple of old fogies like you and myself that are uncomfortable with Owen Wilson and the natural aging process. I don't know who the fuck any of the people are in the rom-coms in a Netflix uh, movie, and this is what I want. I want movie stars. I want names right. falling in love. I say that. I give that little mini rant, and yet I subscribe to Peacock again for four ninety-nine for one month to watch it, it at home. Does not it feel like
1: they pulled movie star names out of a hat? For this movie, though, like it's just like, Owen Wilson's why? odd.
0: Jennifer Lopez, I get, I get in this role. Jennifer Lopez, yeah, yeah. 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 Owen for Wilson, sure. for
1: sure. Yeah, the the chemistry's
0: not not you, really
1: there. That, so that is my major problem with this movie. Is like you know, it's cute. It hits the marks that you think it's going to hit. Like no no big problem there. You and I are both big fans of the mm-hmm. rom com genre. I got no issue with that. But there is no sexual chemistry between these two at all. Like. I could see, like, a little, like, a friend chemistry. Like, they seem to get along together. That's fine. But, like, and it feels like the movie knows that. Because even the moments that are romantic with a capital R, they just kind of fade to black. They're like, we're not, well, let's go the next morning. We're not going to have them in any, like, hot moments here because there's nothing to be had. Like, there's nothing there. We can't there. sell it. That, That's,
0: that seemed to be what the right? filmmakers. were. They're waving the white flag in, the, in yeah, that regard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, the obvious comparison is Notting Hill, which I think has probably only grown in esteem since then. It, it became like a modern rom-com classic, um, which having lived through it, I saw it theatrically. Right. I, I think it was well-received. but I don't think anyone thought, man, decades from now. Same with like uh, Love Actually, uh, The Holiday was both you and I really like. I don't think at Time of Arrival people right. knew these would be staples. I think it's safe to say this one will we'll probably not. It's, it's not going to be that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's interesting that um, that Notting Hill is so high in your esteem mm. because, like, I know you love that mm-hmm. movie and it makes sense on that level. But you tend to have issue with, like, oh, the problems of the rich and mm-hmm. famous, yep. how hard mm-hmm. your life is. So the fact that Notting Hill gets past that, that mm-hmm. barrier that you put up is pretty impressive. I'm not sure Mary Me ever gets past that.
0: There's There seems to be a, a distinct... Change here, and I don't know if this is a generational thing. Uh, who, who the, the target audience having grown up with social media, Notting Hill seems to say that the, the posse or the, the, the sort of the dark cloud that follows Julia Roberts is bad for her, and this film does the same to a certain degree, but there's a weird uh challenge midway through where it's like, okay, I'm famous. You're not out
1: of nowhere. Now
0: (laughs) I want you math teacher Owen Wilson. You're going to join all the social media platforms and all this shit that you're saying, Hey, maybe this has been a drag on your mental health. Maybe this is a drag on your, your personal relationships. (laughs) Now you do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird, right? (laughs) It's, it's cute. It's cute for a montage, but if you think about it for more than two seconds, like, wait a minute.
1: So there's a lot in this movie where if you think about it for more than two seconds, it completely falls apart. So there is a sequence when they're first kind of getting to know each other they're going on a walk with his dog Tank who is very cute one of my favorite Who rarely
0: walks I which I liked
1: Yes he takes breaks <laughs> I like that dog I'm mm-hmm. with you Um and she talks about how despite all of the fame no one no one really pays her any attention in a real way like this I would like to be nominated for an, an award despite all this big selling I've never been nominated and then she gets nominated later in a twist right and then, out of nowhere, he's like, "You know, awards are bullshit, right?" And I was just like, "Whoa, we had a moment earlier where this is clearly important to her. You're kind of a jerk right now." <laughs> like, I believe he does what? say in that no sequence.
0: I know I'm being a jerk here, as if someone, someone on <laughs> set okay. was like, "Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's it's an odd, an odd duck as far as their their conversations because yes, there, there's this whiplash effect. Uh, there's a moment on the the, the couch where." Uh, as I'm talking about the challenge, he basically asks her, Can you do anything for yourself? Are you capable of functioning as a solo human being? And in previous rom coms, maybe it would be like the best friend saying that about it, like a toxic relationship. Like, take some right. time for yourself. Don't just jump into the next thing. Well, the premise of this film is she catches her fiance, cheating on her in a video on someone's iPhone and immediately goes out to her. Uh, roaring fans in, at this concert, and it's like you, dork, <laughs> you're my guy <laughs> now. Which is, <laughs> we'll you know, I, I think one thing I was missing about uh about it, I I liked it and I disliked it, and that it's an interesting viewpoint that this guy stays grounded or attempts to ground her, um, right. but. He also never seems to revel in like this like whirlwind experience he's having. He's so distant from it, even as it's happening, even in the moment. He's like, right. "Yeah, that's a thing. I did a favor for this pop star because she was having like a, a mental health moment, and that's all this is." And. It's a fairy tale, and I kind of like, – I want to see the fairy tale side of it from his perspective, not just from hers, because right. really he's the one being sort of lifted up. He's getting up. swept yes. up. But yeah, he never allows absolutely.
1: himself to, and it, it, it dampens the movie a little bit. It's like, okay, just it just does. be silly, rom-com. Do it, Owen Wilson. Yeah, he's kind of a like just a fuddy-duddy. Like he just – it's like I'm a math teacher and a dad, and I'm not – getting wrapped up in any of this nonsense that you're peddling j-lo not interested in well that. think back to hugh Definitely
0: grant said- in uh, notting hill he meets her uh doesn't really have a thing yet and then like you know a scene or two later it's him and his roommate and he's like watching everyone for movies he's doing the the george costanza right. i met marissa tomei the and the fiance is like you're renting my cousin vinny again what's up with this and he's like nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all <laughs> no don't you worry about it
1: but it fixed me up with marissa tomei She said I was just her type. Really? Yeah, yeah. Do you know the odds of me being anyone's type? I have never been anyone's type. But apparently this Marissa Tomei loves funny, quirky, bald men. (laughs) You know, she won an Academy Award. (laughs) Look, I don't know that.
2: My cousin Vinny, I
1: love that. I, George Costanza, could be on a date with an Oscar winner. Go in there, Jerry. Do you know what that's like? It, it's like 50 years ago, somebody fixed me up with Catherine Hepburn. Same thing.
2: Now, there's a match, you and Catherine Hepburn. Uh, you've seen her, right? Catherine Hepburn, oh, yeah. Marissa Tomat. <laughs>
1: She's beautiful, right? She's yeah. just my type. The dark hair, the full lips.
2: You like full lips. Oh, I love full lips.
1: <laughs> Something you can really put the lipstick on. <laughs>
2: Too bad you're engaged. Yeah,
1: I, there are a couple things that I really like about this movie. The scene where she sees him in the audience is actually, there's actually a really nice moment there, because something I noticed is that everyone else is recording on their phones or jabbering to the And he's line. in it. He is looking at He's her. listening. He's there, he's there in the moment, and he feels bad for mm-hmm. her, this woman in pain. And she sees that. So instead of just her picking out the dork, it is like, hey, there's someone actually paying attention to me. And the lights are on, and she can see it. So that's nice. And I, but I think the star of this movie, strangely, is her manager. I think John John Bradley is really good here. There's a sequence right after this is all happening, and he takes care of her. And there's more chemistry mm. and empathy. Yes, and I would agree with that. There's more of a moment there in that two seconds than she and Owen Wilson have in the entire rest of the movie. Like, you know, the fat guy from Game of Thrones really comes through on on this movie. Like, that's the moment. There's the dork right there on this show. uh, (laughs) But the thing I found interesting, um, I don't know if you ever experienced this when you're watching movies like this with your partner. Mm. I'm watching it and thinking, like, okay, this is silly, but whatever. I'm going along Mm -hmm. with it. It's a rom-com. And I look over, and Tessa is like, ugh! Jesus, this is so dumb. (laughs) Like she was was just over it, and she also obviously saw a lot of these movies with me. Saw this trailer, and to be honest, she was like, "Fine, I will hate watch this with you. I know this is gonna be bad." But here we go. And she's like, yep, I was right. That was dumb. Like, <laughs> she was not a fan. Uh, but I had a good time watching her reactions. So that was, there was that. Yeah, I don't think that that's
0: the, the, the film. filmmaker's intent. But uh, that's what they get <laughs> no. for putting it uh, straight to, to Peacock, along with the, the actual, right? uh, which apparently did not you know do that well. Along with nothing else that's uh, not a superhero <laughs> yeah. joint right now. Uh, I didn't have that. I didn't have that combative experience. Uh, my <laughs> wife is a little under the weather, so she was just like, yes, just let me lay here and just put something on for two hours. And I don't even know. She's asleep right now. She's actually asleep behind me. Uh, she's like, why don't you go ahead and record your silly little podcast while I'm napping and trying to recover? Um, it was sort of that, uh, you know, this is not – it doesn't make for good podcasting as far as our conversation. This this particular one uh, where it was like, eh. It was it was right down the middle, uh, maybe slightly below average. Uh although I am looking mm-hmm. at the Rotten Tomatoes uh, score, which is this would fall under my purview, fifty nine percent. Yeah. That's you know, that's I think that's fair. Audience score ninety three percent. So whoever uh really wants to have their voice heard, and not us, not us two fuddy duddies here, uh the target audience is apparently responding to it if the target audience goes to Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even know how you do that. I think we've talked about that before. How do I get my audience reaction up there? Uh, I'm not going to click on anything. But if you scroll down to the reviews, um, I have, like, on the main page, there's only one splat. But all of the, you know, full, ripe uh, tomatoes here, they all say something to the effect of, um, like, here's one from real views. Uh, Marry Me isn't good enough to transcend the limitations of the genre, but it's a passably... Uh, enjoyable throwback to the heyday of rom-coms and i'm seeing uh the atlantic uh, that sounds like someone
1: who hates rom-coms did you hear the like the sneering mm. in that line like well it doesn't ever get better than a rom-com the limitations of the genre okay and it's like this is not throwing back to the heyday of rom-coms uh, this is maybe not the wedding planner Ryan and tom maybe Hanks. j-lo's yeah.
0: 2000 rom-coms it is yes
2: yes <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: Uh, here's a better one from The Atlantic, uh, Dave. Uh, Hollywood should recognize the value of this particular nostalgia. Generations of rom-com fans are crying out for it. So there's a lot of talk I'm seeing in the reviews saying mm-hmm. this ain't it, but try again. <laughs> Hollywood, would you please keep, like, keep put calling, your movie please. stars back in this? And I I am not going to be uh, the dissenting voice here. I kind of felt that. I felt like, isn't this nice? I yeah. wish what I was seeing was better. Sure. But I do want more of this genre and uh, maybe less – Owen Wilson here. I don't know. You know, we've we've harped on him. Who is yeah. the guy? So who is the the guy to match up with her that is meant to play the uh the, the boring not quite hip, not quite with uh this generation mm-hmm. as far as how you engage uh, romantically by publicly displaying it at all times. Who who do you think would be a good fit to make that sexy and appealing?
1: Hmm. That's a good question. Uh would it <laughs> Ben Affleck. That's the obvious answer. I, right? I I mean,
0: considering we started this thing, hey, this was filmed in 2019. Uh, I did read a bit of trivia that uh, they had to do a pick pickup uh, with two of the cast members, and it was filmed at the time in J Lo and uh, A Rod's apartment. So that would not have that would have been very meta, Dave. That
1: would have been amazing. A-Rod, what are you talking about? <laughs> this idea is getting better and better.
0: Suddenly Ben Affleck is the Owen Wilson role. He's the new guy yes. instead. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna disagree with you there. You throw Ben Affleck in something, and I'm I'm there for it. I just watched Jersey Girl for another podcast uh, about a week yeah. ago. So
1: he's pleasant and like, you know, getting a little bit older and like slightly uncool, like mm. in the way that movie that stars sort of are unhip really cool, dad you know? kind of vibe. You think, yeah. but yeah,
0: people in the audience would still want to have sex with him. You're saying that does not apply to yeah. Old Wilson. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Owen. What was, what was the was... the peak of Owen Wilson as sex object if there was one, Dave?
1: I, I mean, was it Zoolander? Was it those <laughs> movies he did with Jackie Chan? Like, what what was the... Bottle Rocket. <laughs> 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 when he arrived. That's the thing. It's like, I like Owen Wilson as an actor, but like, he's not... He's, he's just not a romantic lead. That's just... That's just not his bag. That's not where he's comfortable and i I see what they're trying to do because he's supposed to be a man who is very uncomfortable in all of these situations but like you mentioned they don't really dive into that like the most they do is that scene where she brings in all these coach bags right and gives gives one to his daughter and you can see there's kind of a like well should i let my daughter do this blah 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 and that's it that's other than like i guess the today show bit uh, in the very beginning there's no real of him getting swept up and like having to deal with any of this. They're like, Oh yeah, I guess that's fine. Go back to being a teacher. Here's an iPhone. Bye. Like that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing.
0: In, in the back of my mind I kept thinking, I mean for most rom coms it's just supposed to be in the moment. You don't you don't actually see how the relationship goes out for years and years afterwards and that's fine. But it does reek of a nice safe guy, the rebound guy from another celebrity who publicly broke this woman's heart. And this guy, even in, you know, this is not a spoiler, even though it's it's a really new film for us to be discussing, uh, there's always going to be a breakup sequence at some point. Um, even in the breakup, he is as gentle as possible and basically like, um, I am breaking up with you right now, but I will do you the courtesy of like removing myself from this breakup speech before I even complete the thought. It is... It is trying to be very hands off, and even going back to Notting Hill, which I guess is unfair to it because it's you know considered the modern classic. There's pinnacle. There there are some <laughs> rough uh, you know scratch marks left on both characters, in particular Hugh Grant. Like he keeps getting the shit kicked out of him by Julia Roberts, and she says some downright cruel things to him. She says some really nice things to him when the moment calls for it, for the grand gesture. But he is a guy that gets beaten up uh, and accosted, and. All he does is keep coming back until he finally grows some balls and says, maybe I don't want you to hurt me again. Right, and, maybe that's and then the film is great enough to have his friends say, uh, it's never going to get better. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's going to slap you around. <laughs> as good as yeah.
1: So you bring up that breakup, which led me to the moment in the film that I liked the least. Um, cause there's a scene later when she's like tracking him down Yes, and the best friend stops her and is like, are you really in this? Is is this real love? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he dumped her. What are you talking about? Like you can't, it, it felt like actually like weirdly misogynistic. Like now this woman has to prove Mm. herself.
0: Oh, so you're saying
1: Owen Wilson math teacher. Yet again, with Notting Hill,
0: they leave it up to Hugh Grant to make the grand gesture because he's the one that said, stop. No, um, I don't think the film believes, or that we would believe, as audience that Owen Wilson is going to have the the stones to to make a grand romantic gesture. They know this guy can't, so it's like, let's do it for you. <laughs> you bring up a point that I thought about, which it would change the whole dynamic of the movie, and you know that it's a bit unfair. I don't want to sound too much like film uh, Twitter here, or just Twitter in general. But I did have the thought. Never a good well, idea. Well, I'm gonna go there because uh, you know I'm, I'm usually right. you know all against like usually that's my role, yeah. so I'm
1: loving that. And Come usually
0: on, I'm the go. one like against the you know diversity. <laughs> I get to eternal, so I'm like, what is this? Like, please, more straight white guys. The movie's bad enough. Don't don't bring down <laughs> these people who don't usually get the spotlight.
1: <laughs> don't bring down people of color. Yeah, they they deserve better. They material. deserve better.
0: We can handle it. We've handled it for a century now. Uh,
1: We've done terrible things forever. It just it rolls
0: off the, the white guy's back. It's fine. I did have the thought like, oh, this instantly becomes a more interesting movie. If Owen Wilson as the good guy, as the good friend is trying to pick up Sarah Silverman, his friend, the guidance counselor at school, who's just gotten out of a relationship and they make it a gag. That's like, you know, her ex, you know, look, I'm hanging out with a celebrity now. Like you look what you did to me. You could be living this life. The same exact character. Sarah Silverman doesn't have the sweetness; she is the romantic interest for Jennifer Lopez instead, mm-hmm. and she's reveling in the fact that she's getting one over on her ex because now she's dating J Lo. And I'm like,
1: that's already it's way, way more better. fun. It's way more fun. Owen Wilson yeah. can
0: play the same part; he can be the nice guy and he can be the sort of the 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 level headed voice when things inevitably hit right. the rocky patch. Is that too twittery though to be like make them two chicks or? Maybe. make it gay. Maybe (laughs) as a product of 90s cinema with Bound and Wild Things, I'm just like, I know how to fix this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just get two hot chicks together. This is how we... Just have Matt Dillon and Kevin Bacon. You're like the neighbor and office. (laughs) You know, like two chicks at the same time, man.
2: I know what clip is (laughs) going in this episode now. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man.
0: Two chicks at the same time, man.
2: (laughs) That's it? You you had a million dollars, you'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that, man. And I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Well, not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Good point. Well, what about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, no, you don't need a million dollars to
0: do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do shit.
1: But yeah, I mean, sadly, I think you're right. That that is a more interesting movie. And But it makes me wonder, like, is it more interesting because it's more interesting or because Ode Wilson is so boring as a romantic lead? Like, does it do you think this movie works if you put in, like we mentioned, Ben Affleck earlier? Do you think it works?
0: I don't know if the fish out of water thing plays that well for me. I think I think it's a more interesting power dynamic uh, if it's someone that aspires to have the lifestyle that Jennifer Lopez has. And then maybe is constantly concerned like the boogeyman is after that. It's going to be taken away from her. That's the thing. Owen Wilson, he doesn't really care. He's like every time that he could get swept up, he's like, hey, hey, hey. Math tournament. I got class. Don't, don't, <laughs> I got my stop math that. Leads You're to dancing too of. much. D- don't turn that music up too loud. I, I think that, you know, because that, that, that's the obvious thing, right? That's what they're trying to uh, describe here in that sequence you mentioned with Sarah Silverman. It's like, hey, this guy. Don't don't break his heart again. You know he 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 got into that world and he got out. And I'm like, he was never in that world. He never allowed himself to into it.
1: That's the other thing, though. Do you ever feel like his heart was broken, or was he just like, all right, well, that was that was? A I feel like he was being a dad.
0: moderately in, inconvenienced, is what he's right. <laughs> what he's relaying right. to the manager. <laughs> Why are you
1: yelling at me with your cameras? <laughs> I don't understand. Like it's just <laughs> yeah, it's there's just a lot when you have or, when you have a rom com, you. It's hard because you need two leads that really work on their own and together. And I just don't think Owen Wilson works either on his own or with Jennifer Lopez in this movie. It just, it doesn't work. And then they, you know, they kind of try and throw in all the dad stuff and then they they vaguely introduce the ex-wife. Like, she's there See, for like a he second. He doesn't even get that. He doesn't even get a
0: chance to be like, look how I'm doing now. What do you think about that? Like, yeah, nothing.
1: like. I mean, all we get is that, like, apparently, like, the mom is, like, wants to meet J-Lo. That's all we get from that. And it's like, why are we introducing this plot line that not only doesn't go anywhere, but never even starts to go anywhere? Like, it's like they had to—it felt like—speaking of, like, film Twitter and quote-unquote wokeness, it felt like they had to introduce her—because, like, look, it's a, it's a— clearly Mm. a mixed race child we have to show Mm -hmm. this is who his wife and it was just so strange like there's so so many choices about this movie that felt rushed which is amazing considering it was filmed (laughs) like three years ago and yet somehow still feels like they rushed this out too quickly
0: yeah i mean i i agree on that that point i don't i don't think in uh i'm gonna go to another certified classic uh jurassic park the lost world we wondered how did Mm. jeff goldblum have uh a black daughter i don't I don't think. I mean, you might have been like, "Huh." Well, like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Then
1: you move forward.
0: I think maybe movie more magic. I don't care. More <laughs> of the question was, uh, "How is she using gymnastics to uh, like fight of velociraptor? Raptor?" That that was more. <laughs> what was? Yeah, on that my was mind? a little less believable.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I guess you know. There's also the, the point in this movie that J Lo J Lo looks great, sounds great. You know, she's fantastic. I just. Um, not to be that guy but i think she is a more talented actress than she gets credit for mm. um maybe did more so like than she even that... gives
0: herself credit because you know she went off to the, yes. her music career you know predominantly more so than the yes. film
1: yes and you know it's interesting i did feel like that line in there i never got nominated for anything was definitely a dig after hustlers mm. um Which there was a lot of publicity that felt like she should get nominated um, for an Academy Award for that. And you look at that performance and you look at Out of Sight. That's
0: the one I would have more uh, issue with was Out of Sight back in 98. But, yeah, there was no social media then.
1: I I think she's a really good actress and I think a great rom-com can stretch someone as an actor or actress. But unfortunately, that's not what this is. This is, like, really just paint-by-numbers stuff um, that we've definitely seen before. Like, forget about stretching the limitations of the genre like this (laughs) this will never come close to that like this just feels like it feels like everyone is kind of sleepwalking through this and it feels like more of an opportunity for j-lo to put her music on screen than it was for her to be an actress here because there's like five or six musical numbers here and they're great and they look wonderful and you know there's a there's a scene with you know nuns and pleather we're having a good time it's fantastic. They're doing but a little like, Madonna you know, late
0: eighties, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, very
1: much so. The way, actually, the way that was cut, um, where it's like, okay, you, sh- you should bring your daughter. It felt almost like it was a fantasy sequence where he was like, oh god, it's going to be so terrible, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh no, this is the real concert. We're actually, we're actually doing. This and much right like the now, rest so. of Owen Wilson's performance, it's
0: like it barely registers. Like where, where he is or what's <laughs> happening to him. Uh, I just did a quick uh, scroll because I was like, okay, so what rom-coms have we have we been forced to sit through with Mr. Wilson? And the (laughs) the last one is 2011, is one of my favorites, Midnight in Paris. But like a lot of Woody Allen movies, it's a lead character that's stuck in his own head so much that he barely engages with whoever his romantic participants are supposed to be. Counts as a rom-com. Hall Pass, where he wants to cheat on his wife, and there's barely any (laughs) women around. Um Marley and me, I've not seen, which I think is about dog nope. dying. No,
1: oh, yeah, it's about a dog dying. I'm Jennifer
0: Aniston's in it. Okay, in so life. we we can't comment on nope. that. Mm, nope. That's I think that's that's about I mean, it. I think he
1: has more romantic chemistry than he has more romantic chemistry with Jackie Chan in like what is it? Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Shanghai Nights. Uh they work really well together. They're fun. Uh and I wish in this movie there was one or two scenes where it looked like he was having a good time. Like, it just, any time that he's enjoying himself, it's more like he's watching her. Right? The scene where they go to the formal and she's, so is, she's so singing. So are the rest he's of us, like, Dave. Nice. <laughs> right, right, exactly. He might as well be sitting next to me on the couch for all of the action he's engaging in here. And the rest of the movie, he's just, like, so put out by everything. It's just like, uh Another thing. Oh, you're in London now. What's a private? Ugh. Like he's just. So Let me ask you, Dave. We'll
0: get personal here. So right. if Owen Wilson just shows up one day at your house, say, "Hey, I love one of your many podcasts. In particular, that off-screen death. <laughs> uh, I got confused. I was trying to find the address of the original Kentuckian, but you know, I'll take you instead. Yeah, here we I want to come in and uh, watch my first film with Miss Lopez, Anaconda, with you on the couch. Are you cool with that?
1: Hell yeah, man. Anaconda rules. I would definitely watch it. I'm
0: adding it to our list because it is a whopping 37% on Rock Tomatoes. Yeah, but baby. They get this a 24% from audience score.
1: I thought that was a hit. I thought it was sort of a... Don't you don't you get to see John Voight eaten by a giant snake? That's amazing. I mean,
0: <laughs> I wish that...
1: As a liberal, that's a dream. I was about to say,
0: I wish that would really happen in front of me. That would be my merry yes. moment.
1: Get me the popcorn. This I'm not great. a fan of social
0: media, but boy, would I be filming that.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: All right. Suitably dark ending. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Add a little tie- lead in to a future episode. I like it. All of my emotions feel the same, feel the same.
2: If you don't like where this is going, look away, look away. Get my
0: mouth. It's just because my MPB, I'm like, oh yeah, they were in that together. Because I've never actually seen Anaconda. I've only seen well the sequence you mentioned. <laughs> probably because of the my political bent. That's been a gag somewhere, yeah. and I've like I have like oh yeah, John Voight. Let's watch this. Okay, yeah.
1: I I believe I saw that on release. That was goddamn <laughs> you and uh
0: what was the like the ice cream truck thing with Skeet that you watched? How dare you disrespect Chill Factor? <laughs> Mike, how dare you? You know, my title was going to, in my old age, I was like, what
1: was it called? Cool Bus or whatever. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish that cool was bus. the title. <laughs> cool Bus starring
1: Ulrich. Rich. Uh, if only. A Better World, Mike. Maybe he has a better career and doesn't end up on... What's the... Uh, Riverdale. Maybe he doesn't oh, end up God, on God, whose
0: dad? Is he Archie's
1: dad or something? I, I think... Who knows? Something... Some dork on that show. I don't think he's Archie's dad. I think he's uh, what's the other guy? He didn't have enough pull to be Jughead. He's Jughead's dad. dad. Jesus,
0: (laughs) man, (laughs) life comes at you fast, Skeet.
1: (laughs) It really does, Skeet. That's that's rough. That's rough.
0: I say, as a podcaster, plotting my Anaconda episode.
1: At least for me and for you, that will only last a few hours, and then we can move on. You will, Skeet has to live with Chill Factor until the day he dies. You will forever ends. be
0: Jughead's dad,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You> bitch. <laughs> I hope that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad if he's like not on that show, or he plays someone else's dad. But he looks a little like the kid who plays Jughead, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that.
0: Yeah, let's see if I can pull it up fast. God, not so many names I don't do not know. Uh, He plays F.P. Jones. Yep. That
1: is Jughead's dad.
0: Jughead Jamie, I Jones. That. I never knew Jughead. Had on, my finger is day. on the pulse of <laughs>
2: popular culture, Mike. Don't you fucking test me. I know things.